Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. That is true, Dory. And, you know, this is a mini episode, which is when we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we are not experts Just podcast hosts, we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a quick reminder that if we mention things on the show, they're on our website, forever35podcast.com. And we do have two other podcasts for your listening pleasure. G Thanks Just Bought It, hosted by Caroline Moss. And here for you, our daily 
pandemic podcast, which is not about the pandemic. It's about coping with the pandemic. So mm-hmm. check it out. Check it out. Join us yeah. every day. Yep. Every morning. Every sweet little morning. Hello, yep. Dory. Oh, hello, Kate. We received an email from Canada. We did. Shall I read it? Yes, please. Bonne soirée à vous. Cat and Door. I'm a 46-year-old French-Canadian from Montreal, and I just want to let you know that your podcast is a little highlight in my life right now. A month ago, my partner of the past 15 years told me that he didn't love me anymore and he wants to leave me. We have two daughters, and I always thought that he was my person for the rest of my life. I was laid off in March. The school is closed. I can't see my friends, my family. There's no going out. My life sucks right now. But you know what? I'm taking time to think and rebuild myself one day at a time. It is probably the worst timing ever, but Forever 35 is the cure for me. Oh, merci beaucoup. Yeah, thank you, listener. And she, you know, that sounds so, so hard. It's so much. You know, it's interesting because um, we are reading Madeline Albright's latest book right now. And there she talks about how one day she came home and her husband was like, I don't love you. I'm leaving and I'm in love with somebody else and how it shocked her. And yet how that then allowed her to have all these experiences for herself. And it it really stood out to me. It was really interesting. And I don't know if that would resonate with you at all, but the book is called hell and other destinations. And you know, she's like one of the most amazing women in the world. So I feel like you're in good company listener. Yeah. Mm, and we'll be thinking of you. That's a lot to go through that anytime and especially when you can't leave your house. So Yeah, yes, seriously. We are thinking of you and sending we you are. love. Um, Dory, we had some responses to our the suggestion of a quick cleanup. Yes. Especially because you have been you have been doing this at night with your husband Matt. I have it's, indeed. It's changed your lives, essentially. It has. Like, you're yes. a new person. <laughs> I, um, yes. So we, I wanted to share a couple voicemails from listeners about this. Here is our first one. Hi, Katendor. Um, just wanted to call and say thanks to Dory, specifically for suggesting that 15-minute cleanup idea. Um, I just did it with my kids. We went into their room um, and cleaned up for 15 minutes with some music on and there were the three of us doing it. It was actually remarkable the uh the amount of cleaning we got done in just fifteen minutes. So thank you. That was a great suggestion. And I hopefully we can keep doing it. And I hope you guys are hanging in there, you know, one day at a time. And thanks a lot. Bye. Um this is so cute and sweet and I just had like the most lovely image of her with her kids doing this like quick, fun cleanup. I I will say like, I know phones have caused a lot of problems in our world, but having a timer accessible at any time to just be like, hey, we're doing this for 10 minutes. Yeah. Boop. I mean, I know you could also just have a kitchen timer, but it really is an easy way to kind of get things done. I like the suggestion. I wonder if my children would react positively to this. Well, I think there is, and she points this out in the voicemail, but I think there is something about you're doing it all together. You're not Mm -hmm. saying, hey, kid, I'm timing you for 15 minutes and you have to go clean up your room. It's like, no, this is something we're all doing together. We're all helping each other. This is for the benefit of everyone. And it's kind of fun that we're doing it all together. And And I think there is something about the timing element that like, it almost makes it a little competitive. 
Yes, because you're racing against the clock. Yeah, you're racing against the clock and it's like, how much can I clean? I get that. You know, it's kind of like the the discussed Pomodoro method, which we've talked about when it comes yes. to, to writing, which is setting a timer for 20 or 25 minutes and writing and then giving yourself a break. It's kind of the same idea. Maybe timers are just the key to life. <laughs> what if the secret was really just timers? <laughs> like we all this just whole time. Everything. We should have just been timing all the different oh parts of our lives. Gosh. I believe it took me this long to figure that out. Well, now we know and knowing we is do. half the battle, Dory. So, <laughs> all right. We have another cleaning-related voicemail that is very charming. Hi, Kat and Dora. This is Lisa calling from Philly. I just had to pause the pod listening to Dory talk about cleaning up at 9 o'clock every night. Reminded me of something my sisters and I used to do when we were kids. Um, we would, when we'd have to clean up our space, we developed a little jingle. And it goes like this. Fast cleaning up, oh baby, fast cleaning up, oh baby, wah, 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 let's go. And then you just repeat that jingle over and over again until you're all cleaned up. And I just thought that my younger, my youngest sister, who also listens to this pod religiously like me, would get a kick if she heard that. And I thought maybe Dory and Matt could sing that at night while they're fast cleaning up. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for the pod. Bye. Okay, so first of all, I love her accent. For the fast cleaning up jingle? Yes, she has a she's like a strong Philly accent. Oh what see, I'm not a Philly person. I didn't know it. I did I was just did oh, not notice that. Oh, oh, oh uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, you found your people, Dory. I well, my my sort of young adulthood people. I lived in Philly during my young adulthood, so very fond memories of it um and yeah she she has a very familiar philly accent um and what a great jingle (laughs) this was adorable (laughs) so sweet thank you for sharing that with us (laughs) will you be singing that or your own jingle as you clean at night i mean possibly we have been just putting on um like a motown playlist Mm. which is yeah, it's kind of like gets you going. My family makes up weird songs altogether, so this is something I could see us doing. Ooh, what's your cleaning song going to be? I, I don't know if we have a cleaning song yet. Our songs are mo- mostly just like about the dog Aww. or about or about each other, but maybe we could come up with a cleaning song. They're all very weird. Like I don't I wouldn't ever perform them for this audience. So this is very brave of a listener to sing their cleaning jingle. I appreciated it. Um, Dory, we also received some people responding to um, the listener asking for dates during social distancing. So yes, we got a couple email suggestions we wanted to share. Uh, I'll take this first one. Great. I am, an, I am an American living alone in London, and my boyfriend is in Amsterdam. When COVID first hit, we made the decision to shelter in place, which was the right decision, but a really hard one to make. Since we have been apart, we have been going on Netflix dates. There is a Chrome extension, which they link to, called Netflix Party. If you both have Netflix, you can use this extension to watch a Netflix show in real time together. And the extension also opens up a chat room for everyone watching the show. I first had a Netflix party with friends where we all watched RuPaul's Drag Race together, and it was so much fun that I suggested to my boyfriend we start using it for date nights. 
Since then, we have watched Love is Blind and Tiger King together. It's great for watching shows where the characters are so outlandish that you can wonder at them together in the accompanying chat room. I hope this suggestion helps the listener with her new flame and also any other listeners looking for a fun way to gab with friends or loved ones. I am also looking for new date ideas, so I hope you can share what you learn from other listeners. I would do this with you. Yeah. You want to watch a show? Yeah. What should we watch? That's a great question. I don't know because I don't know any TV. Because This I could bar- be the genesis of our long gestating OC podcast. Is the OC available on Netflix? Oh, wait. I just realized. I think it's Hulu. <sighs> Never well, can mind. Someone, can someone, someone make, make Hulu a, party? <laughs> a Hulu party app so Dory and I can begin this podcast we've been talking about for two years in which we discuss the OC, a show I have never seen. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we could find something that would be suitable for both of us on Netflix. That would be fun. That would be fun. Maybe listeners could join and chime in. Yeah. Or our partners. We could all be watching a TV show together. A real communal experience. I would watch like one of your like old timey Britishy shows. Oh, really? I I mean, sure. <laughs> Do they exist on Netflix? I feel like it's always yeah, like yeah. Professor no, no. Wiggly Bottom and the, like the cheeky mystery. <laughs> oh my god, Professor Wiggly Bottom. Um, yes, they there are some on Netflix. I believe Midsummer Murders is on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's one I feel like I've heard you mention. And that's like a classic like small village with lots of murder <laughs> show. It's always so amazing to be on these shows that like the village is like tw- 20 people and 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 yet there's a <laughs> murder every die. day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And everyone's always very calm about it because yeah. it's the UK. Oh, it's true. Um, uh, yeah, that would be really fun. Okay, great. We'll look into that because we got, okay. you know, we got time on our hands. We do. Um, we also got a another perspective for the listener who was 25 and single and kind of feeling behind all the all her friends who were pairing up and getting married. And I really loved what this person had to say. Dory, do you want to take this one? I would be happy to. Um, this listener writes, I remember feeling that way and it can be so painful. So my heart goes out to you. I just turned 40. I'm not married and I don't have kids. So yes, I've had my fair share of feelings about being left out, left behind feeling terrible because of it. But into my 30s, I started to become aware that some of my married friends were not so happy. They were not having happily ever after lives. I love my job. I own my home. I have lovely friends and family and I'm happy. Yes, dating can still suck. And sometimes I wish I had a partner, but truly I'm so grateful for my life just as it is. As 40 was approaching, I was panicking a little bit because the theme I've heard my whole life is that women have to get married and have kids by 40 or else. When I turned 40, I realized that the or or else actually meant or else I'd have total freedom to do whatever I wanted with all the money I didn't spend on kids stuff. It's great. 25 is young and chances are you'll find a beautiful life partner in the next 10 years. But even if you don't, life can still be fabulous. We don't see a lot of portrayals of happy single women in the media, but we are definitely out here. Amen. Yes. This reminded me of Glynis McNichols book. Yes. No one tells you this. Yes. Yeah. Same. I I mean, we interviewed her for the show. I highly recommend anyone 
anyone would like like her book, but I think especially if you are single and maybe in your late 30s or, or 40s, you'll especially enjoy it. Yeah. And thank you, listener, for this great reminder. You're right. We yeah. don't see a lot of portrayals of happy single women in the in the media, but no. Hell yeah, you're out there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's take, take a, pause. a short break. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. BRB. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. 
The Superpower Short Smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, This is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay. 
This email is fascinating to me. And actually, Dory, I am really eager to hear your response to it. This listener writes, I work for myself as a consultant slash freelancer. I have a couple of clients that keep me busy and allow me to make enough money to support my family. My issue is that one of the clients is just a straight up asshole. He's entitled, rude, can't admit when he's wrong, arrogant, etc., etc. He'll send me messages on an app and I have to prepare slash brace myself before listening to them, even if they are completely innocuous. There have been times when I've allowed his comments to ruin my day or put me in a bad mood. And on top of already feeling stressed or overwhelmed with everything going on, I finally I find I'm feeling even more stressed, anxious with almost every interaction and have even taken it out on my kids. I like the work I do and know I'm doing a good job. Unfortunately, it's a small company, so there aren't other people I can work with. And I don't feel like I can walk away from the work as it's steady income in a pretty unsteady environment. I need to figure out tools to help me control my emotions, anxiety, reactions to his behavior. Do you have any advice to help me navigate these feelings or suggestions for a new approach to working with him? Oh, I hate this for you. I, I just want to flag listener that you are putting this on yourself to quote, control your emotions and reactions. And I don't, frankly think it is your responsibility to do so when it comes to interacting with this person that's a really good point is that bad advice it might be no my take is kind of like fuck this guy yeah my take is is fuck this guy i mean i know you feel like you can't walk away um but i think i think you can set I think you can try to set up really firm boundaries. And I think you need to be honest with this guy. Yeah. Um, and you need to tell him that his behavior is affecting your work with him. And I don't want to say threaten to walk away, but I think you need to tell him that his behavior is unacceptable. I also think it'd be really helpful to set some really clear boundaries. I, you didn't say this, but my sense from your email is that he contacts you like at all hours. And I think you can say to him, um, I'm really busy right now, whether or not you are actually really busy, it doesn't matter. I'm really busy right now. I'm only going to be able to respond to your messages between like nine and 11 AM or between whatever hours it is. And then like turn off the app, turn off your phone, whatever it is, Ignore put him. A, put up an email away message so yes. that if he emails, he gets like, sorry, I'll hear, you'll hear from me tomorrow. Yeah. Or like respond to him, respond to everything he is asking you at, like once a day. Like you're not at his beck and call constantly. Yes. And, and you know, it sounds like you cannot um, lose this person as a client right now because um, you are supporting your family. And that's, very real. Um, and I'm not saying that that should be dismissed, but may, my thought is like, can you, are there ways to perhaps figure out how to take on another client? I know, I know this is not a, a, a wonderful financial environment right now and that new work may not be coming in, but is there, is there anything you can do business-wise to perhaps take on a new client or do some do something for your business that allows you to eventually cut this person loose if you cannot do so right now because of the income it brings in. Yeah. 
Um, but until then, I would say like, I don't think you need to be controlling your emotions. They, your emotions sound valid. And this person is toxic and impacting your life. So mm-hmm. yes, I would say straight up in a professional manner, let them know and then set those boundaries. Yep. And TLDR, fuck this guy. <laughs> TLDR, fuck this guy. We are team you and I'm sorry you're being put through the ringer on this. Yeah. Also, can I just say, I don't know what app this the listener is referring to, but like, I would say like block him on this app. Yeah, I couldn't like, tell if the app was related to like if it's not work related. Work. Right. Like is if he's Facebook messaging you, like fuck no. Yeah. Sorry. Again, she I'm, says oh, he'll send swearing. me messages on an app and then she says before listening to them. So it sounded like it was something where he's like leaving her voice messages or voice yeah. memos. And again, I don't know what this work is, so it might be a necessary part of your business, but to yeah. be listening on this app. Anyway, okay. Whew. All right. right. Go for it, Dory. Okay. Hi, Kat and Dora. I would love your opinion. I've been married three years and had a baby six months ago. All this time, I've not done anything with our wedding photos. Not one album made. Now we have a baby and I feel the same dread of not wanting to do anything with her baby photos. There are so many pictures. It's also overwhelming. I have thousands of photos scattered about some on my phone, some saved to a hard drive, but there's no organization and it makes me so anxious to think about organizing it all. I keep telling myself, if not now, when will I ever get it done? How should I approach these projects? I just am not motivated for it. And it's so daunting of a task. How do you save slash organize all your family photos? Well, I can tell you what, what, what I do, which is I use an app called Chatbooks. And Chatbooks lets you make photo books out of photos you either have on your phone or you can connect it to your social media, can like take pictures from your Instagram. I have it connected to my um, photos on my phone and it connects to my favorites folder. So I go through my photos and I, you know, I favorite photos of Henry and they all go into this folder and then I open up the app and the photos get uploaded and they turn, they go into a book and the books get automatically sent to both sets of grandparents, my brother and his family, my sister and her family and our family roughly once a month. And they're $10 a book, which includes shipping And I just find that this is like the easiest way to like casually keep up with Henry photos and the families love them. They're like obsessed with them, especially my nieces and nephews are like another Henry book (laughs) and they get really excited. So that's one thing that I do. And then the other thing that I had been doing was um, I'd been hiring a photographer to take family photos. So she took photos. She took his birth photos. She took like very small baby photos when he was like two weeks old. And then she took six month photos and I've turned those into like fancy photo books. Um, and also sent those to my, like my mom will take those and like buy prints from them. Um, and I'll buy prints from them also. So those are, those are the two things that I do. Um, and then I also have, I do have a baby book where I get, I occasionally just do it in batches. I get the prints of, I've been taking like monthly milestone pictures and I just get the prints made of his 
milestone pictures. It's too much to like try to keep every photo in some organized way. Like we're just constantly taking photos. And like if you look at the photo albums from when we were kids, there's like maybe 50 photos from when I was like born to when I was like 10. I know. <laughs> totally. You know. So like it's fine, you know. <laughs> Listener, uh, your pal Kate Spencer here uh, got married in 2008. And then not only did I not make a wedding photo album ever, I didn't even get the photos from my wedding photographer until maybe 2017, 2016. Wait, so, they still had them? Yeah, digitally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he sent me a disc. So to... to, to to you, I say, it's okay. You don't have to, quote, do anything with your photos. Totally. You don't have to do anything. It sounds like you've got them. You say you have them scattered about. Some are on your phone. Some are on a hard drive. If you can back everything up to a hard drive, so it's all just in a place that is safe, like that you don't risk the, you know, because the phone is not totally secure. It can get deleted. Things can, you know, or same with your computer. So I would say that I would say if you want to do something, back up your photos, try to get them all in one location, and then don't worry about it. You have a six-month-old baby. Like, yeah. yeah. Now it's, you're like, if not now, when? How about in 10 years? Like, don't yeah. worry about it. So I actually have my, I have the photos on my phone backed up to Dropbox. I pay mm -hmm. for, I pay for like the, I forget what it's called. I pay for Dropbox. That's so, really smart. So you have more storage and it automatically backs up. And then I also just downloaded the Amazon Photos app, which um, you can order prints from. And then it it's free unlimited storage of your photos. You're like a professional photographer. Look, you've got so many good tools in place. Oh, well. Thank you. I never I'm, back I'm up my genuinely phone, impressed. but I only like, care about my photos. Um, well, thank you. I Someone in like a Facebook group told me about chapbooks and I was like, this is awesome. This yeah, is exactly what I need. Great. It's very low touch. Like all I have to do is go in and like favorite some photos and I do it like once a month and then it's like beep, bam, boop, as you would say, Kate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um and uh, they just get automatically sent out. It's so easy. I love that. Maybe I, I've chapbooks is the kind of thing I've been like, oh, I should do this, and then like five years go by, and I'm like, oh right, I, those chapbooks. You know, what, what I really like about it is that it's very low stakes. Like the quote unquote fancy photo books that I have made, you have to like design the layout and put the photos on the pages, and like it's all very like bespoke. And the nice thing about chapbooks is it's just like automatic you can add captions if you want but otherwise you can it's just a bunch of photos in like a little square paperback book yeah it's great i mean and i'm assuming that the listener could do this with their wedding photos you know i i make um shutterfly photo books for my kids every christmas oh that's you nice throw it together on shutterfly you know again like in five years don't worry about this too much unless yeah. it's important to like unless you're passionate right. about this but it sounds like you don't want to do it Right now. Right. And like do what works for you. Like this yeah. is the level of of photo organization and involvement that works for me. This might be too much for you, and that's fine. I'm just telling you what works for me and what makes me happy. 
You know, I need to get on this chat book mailing list for some Henry chat books. <laughs> oh, would you like to be added? I mean, I'll send you $10 a month so I can get a little book of my little friend Henry. Kate, it's it's my treat. <laughs> no, no, I mean, listen, I'm very, I'm very satisfied with what I'm getting on Instagram. My daily Henry's. Okay. Dory, one more voicemail. Yes. This is great. This is from, um, we've got two Americans living in Brazil who have a question for us. Hi, Dory and Kate. This is Heather here. And Meredith. We felt the need to switch your names around a little bit, seeing as we are living down here in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in the Southern Hemisphere. We're currently teaching at the American school down here in the craziness of quarantine and just trying to survive. We are um, currently working on a 2,000-piece puzzle <laughs> and thinking about other ways to pass the time. And we remembered that you guys are both avid readers. And we wanted to know if you have any good recommendations for romance novels. Yes. So if you want, if you would give one recommendation to get someone hooked on romance novels, what would it be? One book to get us hooked. We'd love to hear your recommendation. Yes. And, um, but besides that, we just really wanted to thank you both for both of your podcasts, new and old. We love listening to them at the beginning, middle, end of our days. It really helps us to get us through, especially right now. And, um, we just really hope that everybody back home is doing well, is safe. We like to hear the difference between what's going on up there as well as down here. And um, yeah, we want to just thank you for keeping us feeling connected to people back home. We're both down here living single alone, but we're quarantining together. And it's one of those things where just feeling any connection for, to the States and to home does feel good. So thank you for making that connection for us. And we hope you all stay safe and stay healthy and much love. Beijos. Keep the podcast coming. Talk to you soon. Beijos. Beijos. I mean, this is this is really your territory. It is, and actually, as I was listening to this, I was like, "Does Dory even have a romance?" I do. Book? I, I do have a wreck. I do have a wreck, but I'm going to wait for you to give your wrecks. Okay. Well, it's very hard for me to whittle this down to just one book. So, can I say two? I'm going to. I suppose. I mean, am I allowed? I, look, for me, I love the book, The Hating Game. I have read it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've read it a handful of times. It's just a fun, sexy, sucks you in romance. And I really enjoy it. And then in the last year, I absolutely loved Red, White and Royal Blue. Uh, it's just fantastic. I read it, finished it and immediately read it again. That's how much I enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, I just loved it. So I would say if you're looking for one book to grab, to, to suck you into romance, go for one of those. But I would also would love to plug the Forever 35 um, Books Facebook group because romance is a hot topic there. There are fantastic suggestions being shared every day. It's a really wonderful, engaged group of readers over there. And so they will have a billion recommendations and, and no better than I do. Like they're just... They're up we, on their books. We'll link to it in the show notes, but I believe it is the official name is the Forever 35 Book Club. Thank you, Dory. You're very welcome. Now, uh, what my, is yours? Well, mine was going to be Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, look at this. So this should be probably be the one. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I even had my book club read it. And 
a couple people really didn't like it, but I've <gasps> I've since figured out that one of the people who didn't like it is kind of a literary snob and like thought it kind of like thought it was beneath her. And so I've sort of been like, well, fuck her. <laughs> I really I I really loathe um people who prescribe status to books. I hate that shit. Yeah. Mm, it was well. a it was a very I was I was a very prickly conversation. Mm, that's very illuminating. <laughs> wow. All right, should we All take right. another break? Yes, please. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Speaking Sorry. of romance. Yeah, I love uh, this email. I think both, of, both, of, both you and I were very touched by this email. We um, were. This listener writes, last summer, I met a guy, the most wonderful guy. We fell in love over the summer, literally like a romance from a Nicholas Sparks book, LOL. But I had to go back to school and he was taking a few months at home before going to basic training for the Navy. We continued our relationship through that time, had some amazing visits and our love continued. Through basic training, we wrote letters every day. I saw him when he returned and it was just as amazing. He was stationed in Japan for the next three years with the Navy and just left last week. With everything that is going on, it's crazy he's there. But I saw him before he left. It was very emotional. We decided to not continue the relationship, but still talk. And we have hope for the future when he returns, as we are very compatible. 
Since he's been gone, we haven't talked as much and are trying to distance ourselves. But when we do talk, we both fall into the trap of emotions. Excuse me. Fall into the trap of our emotions, not letting us really distance effectively. My heart feels broken at the thought of losing him, which is why I can't let go. Feeling that amount of pain is scary, even though I know I can't be in this relationship with him being so far away for so long. But I'm afraid to lose the first guy who loves me for me, thinks I'm beautiful without makeup, and treats me like I'm a princess. Not to mention the fact that my family loves him. He checks in with my mom, and my family keeps kind of joking about our wedding. What would you guys do? What would you guys recommend we do in this situation? And how do you deal with an utterly broken heart, especially during quarantine when there is nothing else to think of? Mm, I'm so sorry. This is so hard. Man, broken broken hearts are the worst. The worst. The worst. And and it's especially hard when it's um a, a circumstance of distance. Yeah. Uh, and not um, because you hate each other, <laughs> you know, and not, not because you've totally. broken up because you're not yeah. compatible, but because exactly. life circumstances have separated you. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, you need to stop talking to him. Mm-hmm. And just commit to being broken up. Just commit to being broken up. Unless unless you think that there is a feasible way of you two being in a relationship with him in Japan, I think existing in this like limbo is way too hard. I think you oh. either need to say, we're still together even though we're long distance and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna FaceTime all the time when he's on leave. I'm gonna see him and it's gonna be hard, but we're gonna do it. Or you have to say, you know what, this is this is way too hard. I can't I can't be without my boyfriend for three years and we just have to break up. And then you I think at least for now, you have to cut off contact. I think that's good advice. Thank you. It's a, it's about you have to you have to figure out the boundary so that you can if you if you two are deciding not to be in a relationship and you are not going to see this person for three years. I think you do need to begin to set boundaries that let you move forward in your life and take care of yourself. Yeah. Or I agree with Dory or you try to figure it out. Yeah. One thing I did want to say in listening to this or excuse me, in reading this email is that there, if it, if it is not this person who is your person, um, you know, if you do not end up with this person, there are other great people in the world who will love you for you and think you are beautiful no matter what you are are wearing and treat you like royalty and your family will love. Um, There are great people in the world who you may be destined to connect with down the road. So do not give up um, in that regard. And I'm glad that you found someone who did see your worth and value because that is the most important thing in a partner. Yeah. All right. Here's our last email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm a high school art teacher and I've started recording drawing lessons for distance learning. When I reached the end of the first video, I wasn't sure what to say and bye just popped out. And I thought to myself, I just perfectly mimicked the Forever 35 sign off without meaning to. So I was surprised when listening to episode 100 when you said you don't have a sign off. What's wrong with an exaggerated bye? I love the pod. Thank you both for your positivity during these trying times. Bye. Sorry. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> do we do this? I think we should bye. say bye. <laughs> bye. bye. Oh my gosh. I I mean, yeah. Is this our sign off? This might just be our organic sign off. Yeah, I mean it, it it's not it's not like a pod specific sign off though. Feels like a cultural sign off yeah. personally. I feel like yeah. aren't we all extending our buys lately? Yeah. I yeah. look, I appreciate this listener attributing this to us. Yeah. And also, aren't you cool listener doing recording drawing lessons for your yeah. distant learning students? You sound awesome. That's very cool. Anyway, and thank you for thinking of us while you do it. We appreciate yeah. you. And on that note, shall we say it, Dory? <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>